Massage therapists tend to be very hands-on folks. In fact, some might even say they're in their hands a bit mm, too much. For many of them, that can mean things like networking or finding new clients can be super daunting. But it doesn't have to be that way. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table. I'm your host, Candace Eisner. Today, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about networking. You've probably been told that networking is essential for growing your practice, or that you need to get out and meet new people in order to build a client list. Now, I'm not going to argue that. They're right. That is true. Making connections with people is really essential for building any kind of service-based business. And while as RMTs, I know most of you prefer to think of yourselves as healthcare providers, and don't get me wrong, you absolutely are healthcare providers. But the thing is, especially because you're not funded by our public healthcare, you need to remember you are, in fact, a service-based business. This means you need to be thinking about how to attract people to your practice and how to find the right kinds of clients for your style of work and your talents. One huge way to do this is to go out and make real, genuine connections with the kinds of people who might want to use your services or might recommend your services to potential other clients. Making connections is super essential for building a solid business of any kind, not just a massage therapy practice. It's those personal connections that will make people think of you when a friend says, oh crap, I hurt my hip. Does anybody know a really good massage therapist? It's not having a super flashy website. It's not spending thousands of dollars of ads on Google. It's not putting up billboards. Well, maybe if it's a really crazy billboard, people are going to remember it. But, but ultimately, that's not the stuff that people remember. The stuff that people remember is when you help them heal from an injury and the fact that they felt really comfortable talking to you, that you took an interest in them, that you remembered what they do for a living, that you remembered you know, the names of their kids, or the fact that they just lost their job, or that, that you actually actually cared about them. I said actually twice because I really mean it, that you actually cared about them and you wanted to actually listen to what they had to say. So when the good friend says, hey, I need a massage therapist, they're going to remember you because they liked you and they felt a connection to you and they're going to be super glad to recommend you. Those same principles are going to apply when you're out doing your networking. You don't just want to talk to people. You want to actually be really interested in them and what they have to say. And if you're focusing on talking talking to people in your target audience, that is the types of folks you want to come see you for a massage, that's not going to be really hard. So for example, if you like doing prenatal massage and you want to focus on more of that, talking to pregnant women should be lots of fun. I know it really was when that was my niche and that's what I was doing as a a prenatal-focused registered massage therapist. Actually, to be honest, I still really do like talking to pregnant women because I do genuinely have an interest in that. (laughs) I'm just not doing massage anymore. Um, If you like working with office workers who have aches and pains and shoulder issues and back issues and whatever it might be due to bad posture or many hours at a desk, and trust me, I know what that feels like these days, you should have fun networking with those folks because those are the kind of people you like talking with. So the point is, if you've got a target audience in mind, it's so much easier to find common ground to talk about and so much easier to make a genuine connection with people. You want to just be yourself, not pretend to be someone you aren't or provide some sort of service that you don't. 
And it's also going to help you figure out where to connect with these people. I'm sure I don't need to tell you that runners tend to hang out in different places than new moms or office workers or musicians or teenagers or whatever. Yes, I realize those things are mixed. You can have a new mom who's a runner or a musician who happens to have a day job working in an office or whatever. But ultimately, if you've got a particular area you're focusing on, that will help you figure out where to find those people so you can find better opportunities to introduce yourself and get to know them. But what about the other kinds of networking you've probably thought about or heard about or had other people tell you about? Well, it's going to depend on what your goals are. So for example, if you're looking to introduce yourself to your neighborhood businesses and exchange business info so you can refer potential clients back and forth, that's not a bad idea. Sure, go ahead. Go door to door and introduce yourself or attend that local business barbecue you were invited to, that kind of stuff. If, if that appeals to you and that sounds like it makes sense for your business, go for it. If you're hoping to get more doctor's offices referring their patients to you, if you want to do that kind of work. Um, with massage therapy, it tends to be more the major injury type of stuff, like um, motor vehicle accidents, um, less so the other stuff. Occasionally you do get referred other things, but anyway, I'm off topic a little bit here, but... If you are interested in working with doctor's offices, it's a great idea to set up meetings with doctors or attend health seminars where you're going to meet local doctors and get to know them. If you're looking to find other RMTs to bounce ideas off, or you're hoping maybe to do some massage trades so you can get more treatments yourself, which we all know is really important, right? Absolutely, go ahead and network with your fellow massage therapists. My only caution here is don't just focus on networking with fellow massage therapists. It's super, super easy to fall into that habit because it seems simple and easy and the conversation tends to flow with fellow massage therapists, but you need to remember that kind of networking is only for certain purposes. It's, you know, it'll help you make friends with your colleagues, certainly, but it's not going to bring you that many new clients into your business. So think about that. Now, let's go back to the whole business to business networking thing for a second. I bet most of you have been invited at one time or another to one of those like women's business networking luncheons or the small business networking events or that kind of stuff. And you probably even question yourself, well, should I attend? Should I not attend? This sounds kind of corporate or this sounds maybe not like my thing. So here's the thing. Do you have to actually attend these networking specific events? No, absolutely not. If it sounds like it might be interesting or useful to you and your business, go for it. There, you know, I'm not going to stop you. No one's going to stop you. At least I hope not. But if it doesn't sound like something that's for you, it doesn't sound like something that would benefit your business or something that you're even remotely interested in. Oh my gosh, skip it. There's so many other places where you can connect with people. So go with the ones that feel right for you and your business and your personality. Just because you're invited to a network event or business luncheon doesn't mean you actually have to go. Over the years, I have to tell you, I've been invited to a lot of those things myself, um, both as a massage therapist and now that I'm doing the job that I'm doing these days. And you know what? I, I don't attend them. They're just not my thing. And that's okay. Um, being Working for yourself and being a entrepreneur, being a small business owner, being a registered massage therapist, running your own business... You call the shots when it comes to that kind of stuff. You don't have to do something just because you were invited to it. It's all about being yourself here. If it's not for you, don't do it. 
Before I wrap things up, I do want to mention one more tip about successful networking, and that is the following. Practice, practice, practice. Now, I've told this story before, but for those of you who haven't heard it, I'm going to tell it again. I once attended an online session with um, two marketing, um, online business, web design, consultant type people. Um, One of them's named Paul Jarvis and the other is Kai Davis. And they were talking about how to pitch to clients. That is essentially how to effectively, not just sell, but effectively sell yourself um, to other people. So, you know, effectively talk about what it is you do for a living and how to get people to actually want to, you know, book with you and buy your services. So Kai was talking about how he does networking at the events he attends and how that has helped grow his business substantially. And he commented that when people who knew him from high school or university run into him and see him doing this kind of networking, they're always so shocked at how good he is at it because he used to be the quiet guy in the corner who didn't do that kind of stuff at all. And when they asked what his secret was, It was just practice. It wasn't a secret at all. It was simply that he just kept practicing and practicing and practicing and became until it became natural, until it became normal, until it just became the thing that he was used to doing. And it was totally cool for him. Even when he didn't want to do it, he still made himself go out and do it until he was totally comfortable with it. And that's what we recommend for you as well. And I recommend for myself. I recommend for everybody. Just keep doing it until it becomes something that's natural for you. So there's our magical networking equation. Being yourself, that is making genuine connections, plus being clear on who you want to work with, plus, you know, a little bit of practice equals networking. Hey, if you found this podcast useful, I'd love it if you gave me a rating over on iTunes. Just head on over to the iTunes store, open my podcasts, look at ratings and reviews, and simply click the stars to rate. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. The music for this podcast is by Jason Shaw of audionautics.com and is used under a Creative Commons 3.0 license. Thanks, Jason.